Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They don't poop themselves as much. Speak for yourself, yeah. Freddy. Oh, okay. I'm pooping myself right now. You're pooping right I'm now. I'm not even a kid anymore. Well, the other things are difficult, like conversations about their adult incontinence and also conversations <laughs> about money. Money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it, and that's where Greenlight can help. Let's be honest. Light. In 20 years, they're probably going to be using, like, bottle caps and <laughs> whatever else the, the, the roaming wastelands require. Greenlight is a debit card and a money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. What they don't tell you is that literacy sometimes does mean spending a lot of money on Pokemon cards. Yeah. With the Greenlight app, kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, successful way. That app also includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores, customize your family's needs, and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. You think they're hitting the farm kids as much as they are hitting the city kids? You know what I mean? It's like milking the cow. Yeah. Those Getting rockers, Beth those are her adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> what was your childhood chore that you had to do, Beth? I had to empty the dishwasher and also pick up dog poop. Okay. I had to do the dishes. You got a dishwasher? I didn't have it. I did the dishes. Ah, you, you folks. And weeded. Not smoke weed. That would have been a good chore. No, take to kids back in the day before there was such a thing called marijuana. Weeds, <laughs> weeds describe plants that lived in your garden that would kill other plants. So like that, I would have to get rid of them. I was the dishwasher in my family, but also I would wash the dishes and put them into the dishwasher because the Asian household will use the dishwasher on fully clean washed dishes. Mm. It's kind of a thing. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash dungeons. That's greenlight.com slash dungeons to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash dungeons. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by ExpressVPN. So we know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, but here's something you might not know. Okay. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Oh, we're that's allowed to right. talk about that? Yes. That's, that's all I use it for. Yeah, oh, that's, that's legal? Yeah. This, yes. Matt always talks big game about the UK office. I talk big game about it. And why is the UK office better than the US office? I mean, why? How is it not? 
you had a really elegant, I thought, uh, breakdown of exactly why you think it's better. <laughs> well, for a VPN, I would say the reason that you should use this VPN <laughs> to watch the UK office rather than logging onto whatever streaming platform has the dumb US office on it is that if you want a show that actually where a bunch of people actually act like they're on camera and have are, are real personalities instead of a bunch of like. I just want you all to know that as Matt's saying all of this, I'm looking right at the camera, camera. like Jim from the American <laughs> office being like, get a load of this guy, right? <laughs> if you haven't seen the UK office, go ahead, log into your VPN and go check it out. It's only 12 episodes plus a you know Christmas special. ExpressVPN unless you control where you want sites to think you are located. Ooh, that's Ooh. fun. So you can choose from <laughs> over 100 different countries. I only ever think of this scene in Goldeneye where they're trying to find Boris and like his little Boris. things bouncing around all over the place and like the Goldeneye laser is going to get them. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. That's what a VPN is in case you were wondering. Uh, but you can't use it to cheat on your wife. Your wife <laughs> will not think you're in a different location than you actually are. Also, so don't even try to do it for that. Unless you're cheating on your wife with K-dramas. Use ExpressVPN to watch K-dramas off South Korean Netflix, or you could use Hulu, BBC iPlayer, anywhere you want it to be. You can be there. Hundreds of VPNs are out there, of course, but the reason we use ExpressVPN is because it's very fast. No buffering, no lag. You can stream in HD, no problem. Also works on all your devices, phones, media, consoles, smart TVs, and more. So watch what you want on the go or on the big screen. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use our link right now, expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies, and you get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies. Expressvpn.com slash dungeonsanddaddies to learn more. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Well, Actually's Journal, April 5th, 2021. Injured rock outside Book Castle this morning. Large javelin through its chest. The dads are afraid of me. I've seen their character sheets. The castle is made of books, and the books are full of trivia, and when the dads get the trivia wrong, the books will smash them and the dads will die. The accumulated sins of all their incorrect role-playing will foam up about their waists, and all the hippie nature druids and stay-at-home coach dads and rock and roll bards and emotionally detached stepfathers will look up and shout, Save us. And I'll look down and whisper, Well, actually, you've confused saving throws and ability checks for pretty much this entire campaign, so... No. They had a choice, all of them. They could have followed in the footsteps of good actual play podcasts like Critical Role or Not Another D&D Podcast. Instead, they chased the rule of cool and didn't realize it led to me until it was too late. Don't tell me they didn't have a choice. Now Daryl is a Goliath, and Mark likely is here, and Glenn still hasn't had a character arc, and all of a sudden... Wait, why is Daryl wearing plate mail? He's a barbarian? He's a Goliath a barbarian? Oh my god, this fucking DM. This is Where's Brendan Lee Mulligan when you need him? Oh my god. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. This is a and d podcast about, I guess it's four dads plus their friend Glenn from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in a quest to rescue their lost. And temporarily a trickster goddess. Yeah. <laughs> and Dennis. And Dennis. It's a real smorgasbord of folks we got here, so I'm not going to take any more time. Everyone's favorite character, Dennis. You can't say that sarcastically. People genuinely liked and miss Dennis. Oh, really? <laughs> but you're also yeah. not Dennis. You're Mark now, so I don't even know what everybody's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard turned buff and old and cool. 
this week's dad fact for Glenn. Glenn's never heard of any of the books that they talked about uh, last, last episode. <laughs> any of them? That was just Freddie speaking. Any of them? <laughs> He's aware of the movie adaptations. <laughs> I see. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Arnold, and I play De Rule Frankson. He's a tent mom Goliath who uh, stays at home and helps out all the younglings in the mountains of uh, Faerun here. And uh, yeah, the little thing about De Rule is he's a big fan of goat ball, but his son Grant likes stubborn root instead. <laughs> so uh, he's on out with the Chelsea goats uh, over down yonder and is trying to learn how to play stubborn root, even though he's a big fan of goat ball. Oh, my oh, God. So that's all that's all you got to know about him. I thought it was just Daryl, but Daryl was a Goliath now. I didn't realize that it was like a whole new man under there. Like, that's crazy. Also surprised to me. I don't really know where it's going. I think I might be dead. I'm not sure yet. No, you're not dead. No. Your dad. Exactly. <laughs> Your dad, Bazinga. Hey, everyone. I'm Will Campos, professional podcaster and official voice of Henry Oak, the Birkenstock rockin', crunchy, munchy, hippie nature druid dad. My Henry fact this week, I wanted to take us back to Henry's childhood a little bit. I haven't done an Oakvale fact in a while, so I wanted to talk about Henry's first relationship. I believe on Talking Dads, I said at one point that he had like a crush on like an ethereal forest spirit. Who hasn't? But his first real relationship was with Goosey Oak, the little brother of his arch rival, Horsey Oak. Whoa. Goosey? Goose, like Goosey Oak. You know, like a goose. Mm -hmm. Goosey was like a local bard. They were in a band briefly together called Goosey Eat World. They broke up when, you know, like Goosey went off to go to bard college and wasn't going to stick around. So that was the end of the relationship. So his first relationship was with someone distantly related to him? No. <laughs> Why does no one understand how I've been very clear about how the naming convention works? <laughs> Re-Oak means you're from Oakvale. Mm -hmm. Sea Oak means you're from the suburbs outside of Oakvale, like in the valley. There's the valley. And they're all related. We get it. And they're, they're all, not you're all related. And sisters. He's not related. <laughs> yes. He did not date his cousin. They're that kind of family. This fact really went sideways on me. Anyway, I yield the remainder of my time. <laughs> my name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week. So if you listened to the last episode of Dungeons and Daddies, which I, I don't know, hopefully you did. Um, That'd be weird if you did. <laughs> or you'd be Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. <laughs> you may remember that Ron is hiding in the pages of some books. While he was there, he found a very specific book that was like, meditation to help you when you're in pain from biting your tongue and then how to talk like you don't have a bitten tongue. And so he read that book and now he can talk without a little bit tongue lisp. <laughs> There's a slight lisp still, but uh, not quite as bad. The trick of that book is that it just takes like by the time you're done reading the book, your tongue doesn't hurt anymore. So it always seems like it worked. You're like, I get it. Oh, hey, my tongue's good now. Yeah. Did Ron ever have braces? Has he ever had dental work? Does he have Invisalign? Mm. I don't think he got braces. Not a headgear kind of guy. Feels like Willie wasn't uh, all that concerned about the dental hygiene. His bite. I get that vibe, but I also feel like Ron is like one of those weirdos who was just born with like perfect teeth. <laughs> <laughs> just flawless teeth. My math tutor when I was a kid, Mr. Okolowitz, whose family was like fucking like, hardcore fled Poland during World War II. This man grew up poor and he had bad teeth and his mother told him to just push the back of his teeth with his tongue instead of getting a retainer. And he straightened his teeth out that way. Wait, it worked? Wow. wow. That was how you fixed your teeth back in the day. You just pushed on them all day with your tongue to slowly move them into shape. That's also how you had a girlfriend back in the day. Yeah, also about <laughs> tongue strength. Nice. Wow. I thought about it. Jimbus. So uh, what's up, everyone? My name is uh, Jimmy Wong. I play Jody Foster, a highway cop turned paladin. My dad fact today 
is that Jody likes Dennis Quaid. He's a big fan. Oh, of course he does. That's so... He thinks Dennis Quaid is just really likable, right? Like, isn't that wonderful? What's his favorite Quaid flick? Yeah, what's his favorite? What, movie? Yeah. Jeez. Um, or quote. Jimmy frantically Googling Dennis Quaid movies right no, now. No, 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 not Googling. I would never G-O-O-G-L-E. You can see my hands, by the way. I'll just say that much. Put on screen share, you fucking liar. I will. I have my dungeon. Name one Dennis Quaid movie. Footloose, come on. You've had three minutes at this point. He likes the parent trap. He loves the idea of having twins. Like the whole Right, yeah. And look, he loves likes the fact that Dennis Quaid is likable, right? Ashley, what was it like? You know, did you just get endless guff when you came on this show that everyone just hated you for being a reasonable, cool dude, you know? Because that's that's poor me. No, everyone liked me. No, no we, we like Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> well, Ashley didn't play Dennis Quaid. Ash could name at least two Dennis Quaid movies, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. What is what is everyone's favorite Dennis Quaid movie in the room? Let's go. Let's sniper. The upcoming Ronald Reagan biopic. Oh, nice. Oh my God, what a pool. I'm a day after tomorrow kind of gal, but I can respect Ooh. you liking Parent Trap because he's like a yeah. 50-something dating a 26-year-old. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you picked the problematic Dennis Quaid movie, Jimmy. Way to go. I feel like Daryl and Jody would have gone along really well if Jody led with that fact right away. I feel like they could have really bonded over Dennis Quaid. Love. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, that's my dad fact. So maybe yeah, there's still hope. Yeah. For them. Uh, yeah, clearly you guys like Dennis Quaid more than people like Jodie Foster. So that's uh, so basically that. No. If, if Dennis Quaid took nude pictures, would they be Quaid lewds? Hey. So happy to have Ashley on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank God, Ashley. The real us. Dennis has arrived, all right? Jeez. Hi, I'm Ashley Birch. I play Mark Likely. Brother to, well, actually, formerly Scam Likely. No, I'm his sister. This is going great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a dad. Well, actually. But (laughs) Mark Likely's fact is that Mark Likely really enjoys books that were based on movies that were based on books. Hell yeah. Oh, all right. That's his favorite genre Ooh, of book. A rare beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the novelization of the movie? The novelization of the movie. What's his favorite one? The first thing that came to mind is that I read a Sailor Moon novel when I was a child. Ooh. Heck yeah. Good choice. <laughs> so that's what Mark, nice. Mark likely is really into Sailor Moon novelizations. I once bought and never read the Snakes on a Plane novelization. Oh. I still have a kick here. It's like 400 pages. It's a book. It's bigger than you would think. That's yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> we should do an episode that's just continually introduces people. We should just do 18 introductions and then the episode ends. <laughs> it's just new guest. It's 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hey, dad. My dad fact is I have referenced a character. I think at some point some character uh, refers to somebody called Bookmark and that you'd see Bookmark. Yeah. Bookmark is Mark Likely. That's Mark Likely's nickname. Hi. Oh. Oh. the book Last time we left off, you had gone through a series of, well, actually, sort of book trivia questions to reach Nicholas and Jody Foster. As you lifted the large hardbound copy of Absolute Watchmen that was keeping them pinned to the ground, a figure dropped down from behind Glenn. It turned out it was Mark Likely, and Mark Likely had said that she had a job for you. Glenn fans the hammer on his handgun and riddles Mark Likely with bullets. <laughs> okay, great. Jeez. Thanks for joining us, Ash. Over, done, moving on. Bye, thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Glenn's gonna hear out Mark Likely, but he's gonna do like a cool, like you know, Western pose. He pulled the gun out. I pulled the gun. I'm doing, you know, it's got. Well, he pulled the gun out and shot at Mark Likely and just barely missed. So that is, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mark Likely, my goodness gracious! Hi. (laughs) Hi. You know, I feel like we're really only actually meeting you right now. But what, what, what sort of, what are you up to? What do you want? Explain yourself. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this in my email to you, Ash, but Daryl is now a very large Goliath barbarian. Like, he just talks like this now. Okay. <laughs> is he still Daryl? Nah. Mm. Uh, I, I, no. mean, I guess that's kind of up to Matt. Every time I think the answer is yes, Matt invents a new kind of sport that he's good at and that he has a different backstory than I expected. <laughs> I'm hoping the answer is yes. I'm hoping that we like leave Book Castle. You're like, and Daryl gets his personality back. We made me a Goliath. And he said, I lose everything that makes me Daryl. This is a ship of Theseus discussion. It's this for now. What do you want, Mark Likely? Look, I just want to start by saying... Everyone looks great. Mm. Skin's glowing. Thank you. I love what you've done, Daryl, with the whole, you're big. It's great. I love it. I have a question, Mark. Do you think I look better without my glasses? Because I lost my glasses and I'm still trying. No, never mind. Never mind. Keep doing your thing. This feels like a trap. You look great. You look great. Thank you. You look. Everyone looks great. And I just want to say... Glenn shakes his head no at Henry, like, nah. <laughs> also, Glenn looks uh, 50 years old, and one of his arms is very big, and he's missing an eye. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like I said, just spotless. <laughs> you could just waltz out, fashion week, whatever the fashion week in this particular world is. The world that you exist in that is normal to you. That I have lived in my whole life. So listen, I'm really sorry about last time. I was just real cheesed off, you know, because you guys had killed my only sibling. But now... Hey, water under the bridge. He's back, but not really. So that's kind of why I thought maybe we could talk. We could do a little kiki and maybe uh, we could kind of, you know, it's a help me help you situation where you could maybe help me get scam likely back because, well, actually fucking blows. Can I get an amen? Mm. Ron slithers up from his hiding place, revealing himself. Ah, that was a, quite a slither you got there. I don't believe anything this guy says. Or, yeah. It's okay, Ron. We're on your side this time. We know that it's I not. I don't believe that you're on my side if Mark or Dennis or anybody is over here on that side. It's Mark. 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 Wait, how do I know that you're really Mark? I pull out an ID. I have a wallet and I give Ron <laughs> my wallet and there's an ID. A government issued ID. It is a picture of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good hair day that day. Jody like looks at it and just you hear him nod because he gags still. You hear him nod? <laughs> well, he's gagged. He, the rustling. Cha-chunk, cha-chunk. You know. Ron, look, I want to say a special apology to you because I did you dirty in front of all of these dads. I really messed with your brain meats and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> brain meats. Real sorry, but I need your help now. So could we get to the part where you help me? Please, now? Oh, just excuse me for one minute and then I go over, I see that Jody and Nick are bound and gagged so I undo their binding and gagging and I say, hey, Hey guys, are you Thanks. all right? Are you cool? Is it? Did Mark beat you up? Do we need to do something about I didn't this? Do shit! I want that to be clear. None of this was me. Also, they had a flashback. A lot of people have been doing a lot of uncool things. Yeah, that's true, Ron. But um, I just read a book about meditation. And I got my tongue back. Uh, oh, I really? guess I'm ready to hear <laughs> any offers. Yeah. Everybody can go ahead and uh, roll perception if you like. But Jody, you could immediately sense at the very least there are two openings in the Bard Rock Cafe to the west you can sense the pull of your anchor. The thing that is keeping you in the Forgotten Realms, you can feel it is somewhere to the west. Anybody got any pretty good perception rolls? I got a 20. Great. I got 18. I got a six. Anybody got more than a 15? You can tell that to the west, you could also hear and feel a little bit of a breeze. So it feels as if a way out is to the west. Mark, you can sense 
your brother is to the east. Okay. In his lair. Okay. Mark, so you, what do you want us to do? Just so, I mean, it feels like we need to get out of here. So I don't know that we really owe you a solid. It seems like last time you really tricked us and now your brother's back. That seems like a you problem, but. Look, I mean, well, actually, he put you in this whole conundrum, right? He's kind of a turd. Can we all agree? Can we all agree that Will actually? I mean, I, I can't agree. I can agree that Will actually is kind of a turd. Yeah. Okay, great. So, my brother scam likely. He's a trickster, but you liked him, right? He was fun. He's no. Like, no, no, I didn't really. No, I wasn't <laughs> really okay. like. No, you know, but he has all our money. I respect that you did. He's your brother, you know. Thank you. Yes, he's my brother, and I feel like Henry. I really, I can't let him keep prancing around like this, you know. Well, actually, fucko. So what's the deal? So look, scam likely. My actual brother is very well connected. He has access to all kinds of fun, you know, your potions, your magics, your underground contacts. Trust me, he's trapped in there and he hates it. If we can get him back to normal, I promise you, we can get you some uh, that good, good loot, you know, that adventures like you seem to crave. And I'll get him off your back. Because I know your, your pal right here, Jody. Jody. Mm-hmm. Hey, paladin, right? Paladins. <laughs> they got the power. To bring back my brother. So basically, all paladins have access to a spell called Ceremony. Uh, Jimmy may want to look that up. I know what it does. Ceremony allows you to change the alignment of something back to its original version. Oh, dang it. I have it specced on my guy, too. Great. Either of you, then. It's good for either of you. Somebody can spend Ceremony to change back well, actually. But you'll have to weaken him enough in battle. It's like Pokemon. It won't take that long if you guys can just, just come with me. I'll make sure it's worth your while. Scout's honor. How about me? Can you fix me? I hold up Pat the Bunny, the kid's book that has a mirror in it. Peyton is like, there's nothing fixed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was an improvement. <laughs> I want Daryl back. I don't like this. I don't like who I am. I'm very big. I'm too big, everybody. And you all seem pretty okay with me being who I am, but I forget a lot of things. Like, what's my dad's name? Like, Your dad's name is Frank, Daryl. And like, you're, you know. I'm a Goliath. Yeah, man. We're just, we're taking a lot of hits right now. There's a lot of twists and turns. People keep turning into other people. People that were turning into other people are turning back into themselves. We got to stay positive. And you know, whatever size you are, whatever shape, whatever color, whatever, whatever you are, you know, on the outside doesn't change who you are on the inside, which you're a good dude and you're a good dad to your son, you know, Grant. So it seems like it kind of changed him on the inside too, actually. <laughs> but uh... I appreciate that. This doesn't feel like a teaching moment. It felt like I just want to be back to the person I was. I'm a pretty big Goliath right now, and uh, I just really want to eat rocks for some reason, and I don't like eating rocks. <laughs> you want to eat rocks? How could you eat rocks? They're the most beautiful thing on this earth. <laughs> oh, boy. I would say that, like, Henry, you lost your glasses, but Mark says uh, they have some underground contacts. Wow. <laughs> so maybe we can wow. take that off for the weekend. Wow. Just really get something out of it, you know? Podcast. I'm like clapping like a seal. <laughs> I'm just so chuffed. Yeah. That one just got me. That one got me to the core. That's very, very, very good. That's like if I was at a concert, my shirt would be off right now. That's the peak of the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I shake my gun at Mark Likely and I say, Whoa. how do we know that if we help you, your brother or you just doesn't turn around and screw us over again? Excellent question. I need some collateral, some insurance. Some moolah up front. Some moolah. A down payment. Some moolah up front. Some moolah up front starring Jimmy Wong. Some moolah <laughs> up front right. starring Jimmy Wong. Oh, my other favorite actor outside of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you can't. Here, how about this? You do me this favor, I give you one in return. I got skills. That's so vague. Not to be weird, but 
Mark, what is your deal? Because I feel like we like (laughs) the library was about books and, you know, well, actually is about being a pedantic shithead and scam likely was about scams. But like, I don't kind of get what what does it mean to be a Mark likely? I really enjoy books that were based on movies that were based on books. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's my general thing. Seems kind of (laughs) niche. Also, I am a bit of a trickster. Runs in the family, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Dads, I say we blood packed Mark Likely. That's, as we know, the only form of binding contract in this world. I mean, we got out of it. Jody, why don't you blood pack Mark Likely? Glenn, why don't you do the damn blood pack? You're <gasps> the only not dad here, as far as I'm concerned. Whoa. Whoa. And also, I can only speak for myself, but I'm still pretty mad at you. You kind of really was, uh, you were really mean with that flashbang. I bit my tongue. I'm sorry, Ron. You're mad at me? You are all spewing crazy talk over here and saying absurd things. Ask Nicholas. Nicholas, is anything that they said, does any of that make sense to you? His name is Narcolis. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it when you call me Narcolis. You think I can't hear you say it? I can hear you say it the first time you said it. I heard it. It hurts me. Uh, nothing you said is true. All of, everything you said is crazy. No, I'm pretty sure everything they said is pretty much all the money and you're fucking dark, so I don't know what to tell you, baby. <laughs> Why are we even listening to this child? This person has the soul of Daryl's father in there. I mean, like, come on. Clearly, everything around me is bonkers right now, and you're trying to take my son away, and it's Glenn, of all people, trying to say that he's the dad. This is insane. You guys have to realize you sound insane, right? Jody, listen, there was a time where I was in the same position that you are. Not the flashbang and having a son that isn't mine, but thinking that it's mine, but I was... <laughs> (laughs) the only one who thought that something different from the rest of the dads. Ron, you are more of a father than Glenn is, all right? That's far as I'm concerned, a stepdad or not. A lot of big talk for a guy who isn't armed right now and who fell victim to Okay, Nicholas puts up his hands and says, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So regardless of who thinks whose dad is their dad and whose kid is their kid, it sounds like an offer has been made to fix something bad to remove an evil from the world in the form of well actually and replace it with something slightly less terrible how would we do that like what are you offering because like it seems like we could probably just leave and not do this and if we want to go and try to deal with well actually it sounds like that could be really dangerous and we could die so what would that consist of before we continue right there that's real leadership demonstrated by man my nicholas okay? i was gonna say the same thing i, I look <laughs> at what happened look at what happened do you think glenn being this child's father would create that situation that you just saw with your very own eyes i present this to you I didn't go to court that day, but I'm going to slam my gavel down on this conclusive evidence. Yeah, Nicholas would make a great DM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read y'all's inventory, but it looks like there's a little bit of conflict happening here today. <laughs> I felt like last time I saw you guys, you know, there's more camaraderie. You guys are closer, and I feel like this adventure could really, uh, you know, helping a, a person save their family member could maybe help, you know, reunite your family a little bit, which is what it seems like you guys need right now. Damn. <laughs> She knows us. My point is this. Seeing as Mark is able to alter memories and go around that will, you appear to be some kind of magical being. So, all right. Oh, yeah. I'm inclined to go along with this as long as we blood packed the fact that you'll owe us a favor of our choosing at a future date. Yeah, all right. A favor? I'm about to revive someone. We should do it ahead of time. Put it in paper. I think we should all get a favor. What? And then, like, also, maybe, like, in Armageddon, we all don't have to pay taxes anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on. No, no, no. He remembers Armageddon. He's still in there. He's still in there. You get one favor. (laughs) A favor for reviving someone? Why are we letting Glenn make the deal here? He just landed himself in jail. Fine, you blood deal then. I'm not doing no blood deals with anybody. Oh, so then shut up. Okay, look. At max, two favors. (laughs) Two favors. Wow. (laughs) I pick up Mark Likely from the Bomber Feet. I lift her up. Hi. (laughs) 
Hi, you want help from us. We either each get, there's seven of us. Wait, no, let me count. <laughs> F- three plus two. There's six of us. There's six of us. So we get six favors. Oh, why is he doing there's that? There's two now? options. Six favors or I bash your head and how many bumps you have is how many favors we get. That's how we do it. I want to cast Shape Changer on myself to wriggle out of his grasp. Go ahead. Ooh. Then what do you change shape into? The first thing that came to mind was an otter in a rock and roll outfit because we're in the- Hell yeah. Oh my Hell God. Yeah. Okay, so that's the thing. So I slip out and then I kind of squirm on top of the nearest bar. Okay. Well, can we roll for a dex or something? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> You're not going to let it happen. No. Especially with an 18? Uh, Ashley, go ahead and roll dexterity. Oh, God, I don't think that's very good for your old pal. Oh, that's all right. You'll do it with advantage, though, because you shape change. Ooh, 11. Now go ahead and roll again. I did. <laughs> Just keep going. And again. Yeah, do it again until you get a 19. <laughs> Say when. <laughs> and again. <laughs> Little weasel. And I keep my grasp on this otter that's now in a rock and roll outfit. <laughs> I'm going to try something and I don't know if it's going to, because he's like a Goliath now. I wonder if maybe he's like easily distracted or something. So I'm going to start. I mean, Daryl is too. So I'm just going to like look at him with my big old otter eyes and go like, just take those old records off the shelves. Listen to the moment you start seeing that. They rule. Uh, suddenly flashes and remembers a little bit of Daryl again as listening to that song <laughs> with his dad back in the day. Aww. Remembers Daryl spraining his ankle trying to do the risky business slide across the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he is unarmored at this point, so he looks a lot like Tom Cruise in that scene. Uh, he drops the otter. Ron paper cuts himself. Okay. And then offers up his hand to Mark and says, okay, blood packs for all of us. We're going to help you get your family member back and then uh is a favor to us you'll give us uh two big boy favors and then just a small favor uh for me personally is um if you get back scam likely and he doesn't care about you how are you gonna make him care about you this is a favor for you just give me that secret oh I just ran in here to escape you, mad people. I need to be convinced that you're not crazy. Mark, yeah, you, you know what? Good idea. You should sit this one out. Excuse me, gentlemen. <laughs> Excuse me. I am putting on my upset Henry voice. I am asserting my disciplinary voice over this situation. Yes, daddy. Mark Likely, yes. if you wouldn't mind giving us a moment to have a what we call a daddy huddle, although some people aren't acting very daddy like right now, and you should look at Glenn. I turn to the rest of the guys and I say, all right, that is just about enough of this bickering and this back and forth. Glenn, you're not helping. Jody's clearly freaked out. Jody, we're all freaked out. We all need to stay like a team here. We're in the lion's den with, well, actually, Mark Likely. We need to get our shit together and be a team, quite frankly. And we're going to sort out what's going on. You're just going to have to take it on faith, Jody, that we are not trying to bully you into giving up your son. It's two different realities intersecting each other right now. It sounds like maybe one of these omnipotent eldritch, whatever they are, beings can help us out we need to get through this to see if there's a way to untangle this whole mess but we can't do that unless we're all acting like a team so i think we should all go around and say one nice thing about each other ron i think you've really grown quite a bit in terms of your relationship with terry um everybody is uh talking to each other okay <laughs> that's true and that's you that's very true you know lines of communication are important Jody, do you have something you would maybe like to say? I thought we all did a great job getting out of that prison together that Glenn got us into because well, okay, he decided yeah, to be guilty. Yeah, yeah, I think you were doing yeah, quite well uh, at the beginning there. That's true. We all Let's all work together like that, and maybe we can get out of this prison, this emotional prison, then we find ourselves locked in. Just promise me one thing, Henry. Sure. 
we are not going to get scammed by the fact that we are bringing this motherfucker back to life. He took almost everything that we had last time and we barely got out of there. I just want you all to understand exactly what we're dealing with here, and I don't know if we should trust Mark Lickley to like this. We're making plays, Jody. We're making plays, and we're figuring it out. We're making business. Where this is business, exactly. Ron, you and I are like on the same wavelength today. I like it. <laughs> uh, Darul, I did notice you didn't compliment anyone, though. Did you want to compliment someone? <laughs> you kind of went past me, but... um. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Peyton, you have the soul of my dad, who was the best dad. I know. Yep. <laughs> I look at Jody, and I say... You totally are 100% a cop. <laughs> you guys done? Or? I think it's as good as it's going to get, Mark. Let's do this. I'm going to shapeshift back into Mark Likely and take out my novelization of Armageddon. <laughs> and then oh I God. paper cut myself. I enter the blood pact as well. I bite my palm and I rip a big chunk of meat out of it. We all got to do it? Only one of you has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I sprinkle blood over the otter. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, Jesus. Oh God. Pact made. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the picture of Dennis Quaid resolves itself into a contract that says if anybody breaks the terms of the contract, which is specifically that the daddies will help you turn well actually back into scam likely, and in return, you will give them two favors at some point in the future. And if anybody breaks those terms, then uh, you will have to uh, rip each other's flesh off and eat it. It also says that if you get divorced, but you have twins, you each get a twin. And you're not allowed to tell them about <laughs> 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 Uh Cool. So now that we have a blood pact and no one can uh, back out of it, uh, you should know that Well actually is a death tyrant. So let's go. Uh, excuse me. And what? then Mark starts walking. Oh, my God. My bad. My bad, Jody. That's my bad. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> 20 Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap, and if you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month, so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. It's summertime. 
You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone outside. No, what, never gone. What, what, well, what not, outside? In, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. Oh I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up that is pinball? Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here, yeah, keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle, yeah. especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my it's God. A really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities cool. and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo like, doesn't I already like, done all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized, you'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. 20% off your Summer Adventure at Kiwi, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Summer Daddies. One word, Summer Daddies. Oh, hey, before we do this, should we all like long rest before we go in? Too late. Yeah, I was going to say, do I get a long rest for getting popped in the head? Yes, you definitely get a long rest. Nicholas gets a long rest. I leveled up. Hell I mean, yeah. I guess we all did, but I want to say it like I leveled up. Yes, everybody leveled up. Well, actually, like the way that the samurai would fight, they would never want to go against another opponent that hasn't uh, at the top of their game. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and and with a sprinkling of fedora dust, you all feel your health and your spell slots come back. And it's oh, basically is it just dandruff? Hey, Mark, real quick. Yeah. What is a death tyrant? What is that? Oh, ah, yeah, I guess I should tell you guys that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got eyes that are kind of. They're not great. Uh, they shoot stuff at you, you know. Okay. They could paralyze you or slow you or slap you around or make you go to sleep and stuff like that. Um, you heal people, right, Henry? I sure do. That's something I'm good at. Yeah, that's not going to uh, really work, probably. How do you mean? He kind of, like, splurts this thing out his eye, and anyone that gets hit by it can't get healed. So you want to try not to get hit by that. You're going to help us fight this guy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In order to stop Payton from following us for combat, he quickly leafs through the coolest gunfight in some of all fears and is like, yo, just read this, Payton. Just sit here, read this. Read and learn. You'll be good. A couple hours. Reading's reading. That's what they say. Get a kid to read. Let them read. You're going to come back in two hours and Payton's going to be like, turns out America fucking rips ass. <laughs> <laughs> turns out imperialism is the shit. Okay, yeah. Payton is sitting there reading some of all fears aloud to Nicholas, if that's what you would like. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Somehow Tom Clancy would be the perfect intersection yeah. of like what Narcolis would find like acceptable and paid in. That's perfect. He would be all pumped up about all like the gore and then Nicholas would be like, yeah, but like Ding Chao is like really honorable. Like he's really fighting for like what he believes in. Before we enter, I lean down and I, I bring Nicholas aside and I talk to him. Hey, buddy, look, I know things are crazy, but we're going to need you to help look after Peyton again. Just stay back, and no matter what happens. I'm babysitting. I'm babysitting the weird knife boy. It's really dangerous in here. Uh, someone read a book about it, and apparently it's bad, and books are always true, so we should probably <laughs> put you in a place where you're not going to get damaged. Um, so just just wait it out in there, and please just be careful, all right? Okay, D- dad. And he puts an extra emphasis on dad, like he's Ooh. trying to convince himself of something. Love you, son. Love you, too. Love you, too. Love you, too. And then uh, Peyton goes, hey, check this out. Some of our fears. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> and he taps the floor next to him. You head into the Eastern Passage and you see a large throne of books and like Doctor Who memorabilia oh. and like oh. a bunch of sort of samurai swords that were clearly bought at a mall. Oh. A bunch of like ironic t-shirts that are like. Six first editions of the six canceled Doctor Seuss books. <laughs> <laughs> These are collector items now. Wow. Well, actually, is sitting on a throne, just drinking some Mountain Dew gamer fuel and rereading a copy of Fight Club. Rereading. Rereading. As he sees you come in. And he goes, Well, that's that's a lot of you. That's the last time you're gonna see anybody come. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Mm. I'm fired. Are we gonna get rowdy? Because if we're going to get rowdy, we should probably roll initiative. I think you guys have been really fast and loose with initiative rolls in the past, and I think it's time to put some hard structure down. Oh, my God. Well, actually, you're not a dungeon master. You're just an asshole. Uh, Where are you right now? (laughs) (laughs) Jody walked right into that one. So, Jody, take a a d12 of psychic damage. (laughs) Wow. I rolled a 12, by the way. Just so everyone knows. Mark's going to shapeshift into... A recognizable rendering of the Tenth Doctor, but going into like an American phone booth. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my god! And she's gonna go like, <laughs> "I'm the Doctor. Here I go in my Bardis," and like walk in. It well, actually, doubles over. It goes. It's not. It's not an American phone. It's. It's not an American do, phone booth. It's not do, called do, the Bardis. Do, do, do. It's, hey it's, Tulip, do you want to come with me? That's not the name. That's not her name. Her name was Rose. It was a time in Rose's dimensions space. Oh no, a small egg. He's so small. I'll squish. Him with my sonic hammer. Yeah, and then I'll go join my friends, the Slippers, and I give Mark Likely a thumbs up with my bad Sliders reference because I think that <laughs> Doctor Who is part of Sliders. <laughs> Daryl looks at me and goes, "Yeah, I'm the Doctor," and I throw an axe. At- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, roll your attack. Why are we throwing axes? Twenty. Ooh, nice. Oh yeah, a twenty will certainly hit. What's the damage? It's only uh, four. Four. Okay, but is this my action so I can attack twice as per? Barbarian. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Army of two. Another 20. Okay. And then damage. So four damage plus, there we go. 14 damage. 14 damage altogether? Uh, no. So 14 plus four, 18. Now it is time for everyone to roll initiative. That's a good first hit, everybody. Congrats. Ugh, 10. I rolled a 21. 18. I rolled a 14. Uh, I got a six. And then 18 for Freddy. So we're doing the thing now. We're, we're just going to have a slot where anybody can take their action. It's not specifically determined who does what by what you rolled. So three of you can go before well, actually, and then three of you after well, actually, which is fairly clean. And also just mechanically, whenever you want to, you can try to cast the ceremony spell but I'm going to give you bonuses to your roll depending on how much health well actually has 
left in his HP pool. It's impossible to do it right now, right? Right now, you're going to have to beat a 20. If you do some more damage, that DC will get lower. Okay. I want to do a quick examination of the ray skin and the katanas that he has. The ray skin? <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Let's go. I don't know what that is. It's a ray skin. What? For the grip, they use stingray skin. Oh. Oh, on katanas. Gross. On true katanas in order to give you good grip. Oh. But you said that he bought them at a mall. Yes, correct. Which means that he's likely using plastic molded. Yes, without question. That is, you don't even have to roll for that. You could just, I feel like Glenn would just inherently know from a distance that he is has shitty plastic wraps on the katanas. And so I say, I'm surprised you uh, went for cheap mall katanas over actually well-made steel. Okay, go ahead and roll. I feel like that's intimidation. Oh, no. I don't think I have a good modifier on it. Yeah, 14 plus 18, 32. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even know you roll that. Plus 18 does something. Oh, my 18? God. Plus 14. I had 18 plus 14, 32. What? Is that good Jeepers. or is that? <laughs> yeah, no, that'll do it. It's just like golf where you want the lower number. <laughs> oh, my God. So he took a D20 of damage for that because a warrior sword is his soul and you just insulted his soul. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. And he took 19 damage from that. Oh. Mark's going to yell out. Don't kill him. Just get him weak. Just weaken him. Too late. I don't know the meaning of weaken. <laughs> <laughs> so you took your turn, Glenn, which means that yes. he gets to take a legendary action. So basically, Uh-oh. he has three of these between the end of his turn and the start of his next turn, where just after somebody takes a turn, he just gets to do something. I and see. so in this okay. case, he is going to roll a d10 to get one of his random eye beams to fire off. So he fires the telekinetic ray at you, Glenn. Give me a strength to save. You're going to try to beat a DC 17. Uh, Three plus one, four. I do not. Okay, so with a four, he gets to move you 30 feet in any direction, and you are restrained by the raised telekinetic grip until the start of the Death Tyrant's next turn or until the Death Tyrant is incapacitated. He's going to move you 30 feet next to him as he unsheathes his blade. Uh Uh-oh. And he says, Uh "Uh, actually, I think you're going to find out just how good mall steel can be. Ooh, (laughs) nice. Glenn rolls his eyes and goes, yeah, sure, go for it, dude. (laughs) Mall steel starring Hugh Jackman. (laughs) All right, so uh, we have two other people who can go before well, actually. Okay, what if I roll perception just as a passive sort of little free, just for funsies? Yeah, do it. Well, there's a fight going on. <laughs> there's a fight going on. I got an 11. <laughs> okay, so what are you trying to perceive? Like, I'm just going to be transparent about my long con here is like I'm trying to sort of see like what his interests are so that maybe I could like cuck him into like that's actually you're not really reading Fight Club. Like that's like a new book. Like, <laughs> or, you know, I'm trying to make him feel insecure about his interests, I guess. Again, Ooh. he's me in high school, so that's going to take zero effort <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> no. You could do pretty much whatever you want to make him feel insecure, and it'll probably work if you could just uh, have a good dialogue roll behind it. Wait, him. were you into mall ninja shit when you were in high school? I had a katana baby. Oh, yeah. man. He studied oh, the blade. Wow. Ashley, I am so glad you're here for this specific <laughs> battle. Oh, Well, I mean, not, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing of this will be even remotely surprising. No, Ashley, no. he had a katana in your home? I think he had multiple. Are you surprised? Yeah. He wore a fedora? <laughs> we had two because we made movies. Like, we shot oh, films yeah. and stuff, oh, and man. so it was a fun thing to have as a prop. It was all for showbiz. It was all for <laughs> yeah. fun. Ashley, tell the truth. Did he ever do that thing where, like, 
Like you draw the blade back along the sheet and yes, you go back. Yes, every time. Oh my god! How else are you supposed to put a sword back? I'm sorry, Freddy. How else are you supposed to put a sword back in a sheet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, Freddy. What are you doing? You definitely had katanas and airsoft guns. I had a whole gear. Hilt was made up. That's because my good friend Daniel made an incredible video about how to tell a cheap mall katana from a two thousand dollar katana that I just watched. So I'm uniquely armed to fight <laughs> Anthony in high school right now. <laughs> I I recently found out that somebody I went to high school with <laughs> listens to this podcast, so I'm not going to say jack shit about me in high school <laughs> because it was so awful. <laughs> oh, God. Anthony, don't feel bad. I had multiple katanas, and we used to put rubber cement on the katanas and on the ground and then light our blades on fire. Oh, hell yeah. And then, like, you know, you touch the blade to the ground and it lights the That's ground, funny. and the other person puts their blade into the ground, and then we filmed that shit because it was awesome. It's dope as hell. So, yeah, don't make That's fun of that. That's bonus content. We should cool just find an empty parking lot and do that. <laughs> That's going to be the first thing we do after pandemic's <laughs> over. Hell yeah. So I think that Ron sees, well, actually, forearms and says, well, you know, for somebody who studied the blade, I think you got kind of wimpy arms. It doesn't look like you're actually, you know, been in, in fights or anything. Maybe you watched some on YouTube or whatever, but like, yeah, you don't look like you actually know what you're doing there. Okay, so that is a, definitely an intimidation roll. We'll say this is your turn properly now that you're taking Ash against Swell, actually. So give me the intimidation roll. Oh no, you hate to see it. It's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an eight is not going to do it. And like, he's like, oh, you just wait until one more person takes their turn and then you'll see how good I am with swords and shit. I feel like he just flexes. Yeah, he flexes as far as he can. Guns. Yeah, and you cannot tell it. <laughs> but you can definitely see he's exerting himself in some way. One more person can take an action before Well actually takes their turn. All right, so Jody's going to step up and he is going to see that Glenn is in imminent danger from Maul Katanas and he's going to cast Magic Circle. Cast Kill Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Magic Circle do? I create a 10-foot radius, 20-foot tall cylinder of magical energy centered on a point on the ground that I can see within range and glowing runes appear where the cylinder intersects with the floor or other surface and they get to choose a creature including undead and it affects that creature in the following ways. They can't willingly enter the circle by non-magical means and if they try to use teleportation or interplanar travel it has to do a charisma saving throw. It has a disadvantage on attack rolls against targets within the cylinder and targets within the cylinder can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the creature. So you are encircling Glenn with that? Yeah, and it's to protect him from the attack. Okay, so he basically have to move out of the circle to do anything super useful. Yeah. Okay, great. You do that, the circle encircles both him and Glenn, and he goes, I was about to, I was going to do, and so he turns to you, and he's going to once again take another legendary action, and he is going to attempt to hit you with... A slowing ray. Try a dexterity saving throw. Try to beat a DC 17. Easy. I was born to save against this. GG, easy. I got a 13. That's a failed save. So you can only move half as far as you usually can. You would take you two full turns to get to within melee distance of, well, actually. Okay. And you cannot take reactions. And you can only take an action or a bonus action on your turn. Not both. The end of your turn, you can repeat a saving throw. Not on this turn, obviously, but when you succeed, then the effect goes away. Am I still allowed to take a bonus action now? or that's, No, that's it now it takes... Actually, okay. yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, this was still your turn. Sorry, that should have happened after your turn. So yes, you can still take your bonus action. Okay, I'm going to struggle against it. Like, ah, ah, dang it, can't believe I'm doing this. And I'm going to point a hand 
at Glen and cast Sanctuary, which wards him against attack until the spell ends. Anyone that targets him with an attack or a harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw. Wow. Okay. And if they fail that, they have to choose a new target or they lose the attack. Cool, cool, cool. Dude, Jody's such a bro for this guy he Jody's hates. really good, I'm noticing. <laughs> yeah. I'm noticing Jody's really useful in combat, just playing that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, how many times have I really attacked anyone on the podcast so far? Mm, think about it. <laughs> so it is now well Ashley's turn, and he can feel the fact that you've cast Sanctuary on Glenn, and he's like, you'll have to taste my blade another time. I go, oh no, it's like I'm a water bottle. I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So he is going to turn his gaze instead to, I'm just going to randomly pick somebody. First of all, he's going to put his negative energy cone, all of your swords standing next to each other, so I feel like you're all in the negative energy cone and you can't heal right now. But <sighs> We should have played this like a WoW raid. It's, yeah. out. <laughs> Do not stand in the center! <laughs> That's a fucking deep KP minus! <laughs> so he's going to shoot three eye rays at Henry. Oh, Bring it on! First one's going to be a fear ray. Give me a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. DC 17. NC 17. That's how hard you're going to get fucked right now. Fuck. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I like the idea that Henry is saying that in character yeah. under his breath. This yeah. <laughs> podcast banned in seven countries. It also makes sense that like Henry does not watch porn. He just watches NC-17 movies because he thinks porn is problematic. So like that's where his brain goes. Saucy foreign erotic dramas for Henry and Mercedes. He's just watching Midnight Cowboy over and over. (laughs) Everybody's talking that. Uh, Henry got a 28. You shake off that fear ray like it's nothing. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. two more rays are coming your way. The next one is going to be a sleep ray. Give me another DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Sugar ray. (laughs) (laughs) That was right there. That would be a 26. Jeez Louise, and you don't fall asleep. Okay, the last one. Yeah, coffee this morning. Hits you with a petrification ray. Make a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. Oh, I got a five. Ah. Okay, so you are turned into stone and you are restrained. Shouldn't that give him some sort of bonus? Yeah, I was going to say, now he takes on the HP hit points of a stone. (laughs) But stone and it's Henry? That's exactly what he's always wanted. You've activated my final form. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I mean, he gets an erection. I don't know what you want me to tell you. (laughs) Henry should have to roll to see if he wants to leave stone form or if he's just going to want to be in there forever. Let me read this whole thing so you can understand the full mechanics here. So on a failed save, you begin to turn into a stone and are restrained. So basically your ankles are now stone and you can feel it crawling up your body. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to repeat the saving throw at the end of your next turn. And if you fail at the end of your next turn, then you are petrified until freed by greater restoration spell or other magic. Petrification is like a full on like you're fucked, you're out of the match, you can't do anything. Oh, yikes. Bad stuff. First you were afraid, now you're petrified. (laughs) (laughs) You're now (laughs) petrified. Nice, Jimmy. That's very good. Thank you. I'll be here all day. That was well, Ashley's turn. So now three other people who didn't go in the first three groups can go. I want to ask before I do this to make sure I don't kill Henry. If I use Henry as a weapon, will he break? Well, he's not fully stone yet. It's just like his ankles, like moving up his his shapely calves, and basically once his entire body is filled at the end of his next turn, he's like semi. Yeah, he's semi. semi, Yeah, that's even better. So like, if I held him by like the waist or whatever, and I swung his legs into him, hold him by the hands and then swing him. Yeah, Yeah, like fucking. Uh, Titanic. Don't you have like an axe or something? <laughs> well, no, because I threw the axe into him. the axe. And if I use an improv weapon, you know, everybody laughs and it's hilarious and, you know. Mm-hmm. We all agree, yes, you can use Take it. Take a suggestion from the audience. Yeah. Yes and? The yes and I can grapple the target afterwards for bonus action is why. Okay. Okay, yeah. If Henry can sense that, go ahead and give it a try. Yeah, go for it. You're going to hit him with my feet? Is that what's going on here? Joke's on you. He loves feet. I mean, 
they're pretty callous, right, from all the Birkenstocks? Yeah, I step over to Henry, and uh, I explain what I'm going to do, and I ask, do you consent to this? I say, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Hit him with my feet, I guess. <laughs> and I grab him by the hands, and then I swing him like a mace over my head, and I smack, well, actually, in the face with uh, his feet. So give me a roll. You're trying to beat a 19 AC. Man, the agony of defeat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> he might fucking be good at you, it. You get inspiration for that, Ron. Yay, thank you. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a 23. 23 will beat his 19. Yeah. So what kind of damage do you do? Oh, it's too bad that he's got stone feet. They're probably not stinky Henry feet anymore. You'd get some extra damage for them. <laughs> obviously, seeing my boy Henry turn into uh, stone, you know, or starting to turn, obviously, I do rage. Obviously, I get mad. Seeing those course, beautiful feet turn into stone enrages. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So I get plus three damage on this. Could you describe Henry's feet in detail? Um, They're stone. <laughs> Imagine um the hobbit feet, but drawn like a gross close up on Ren and Stimpy. That's what Henry's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. One of those SpongeBob close-ups. And that, like, fucking foghorn, like, (laughs) Henry's feet would just look like rocks, like, they would just be all callous. And yeah, stuff. it's yeah. not that much of a difference. I just used the baby feet thing again, though. So, like, my feet are like baby's feet again after sloughing. <laughs> oh, no, not that no, again. Oh, God. You want a wiki feet? Four plus three, so seven. And I'm going to use my second attack. Okay. I'm just going to swing him over my head and continue the momentum. Okay. And so hit him again. Oh, shit. 16. 16 will not do it. So, you hit him once with the feet. You do a pretty good amount of damage. You swing around again for another one, but this time Will actually is ready for you. And with his incredible reflexes, he goes, ah, and like steps slightly back and you miss. Okay, but then I'm going to attempt to grapple him since I did my uh, tavern brawler. Give me, a, I guess, a strength check. Does he look like normal Will actually, or does he look like a death tyrant, which is a big flaming skull? He looks like normal Will actually. Okay. Oh my God, but he's wearing like one of those like dress slash Hawaiian shirts with like the flames on them. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's a 23. My dress wow. Tommy Bahama shirt. Yes. You grappled onto him. You were holding Will actually, and now that your turn is done, He's going to use one of his legendary actions to go ahead and hit you with one of these eye beams. That's why I describe how I'm grappling him, which is like that intimate yoga pose where you face each other like face to face. <laughs> like I'm just like bear hugging him, but we're both sitting down. So like those eyes are right in my eyes. Great. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely making him have some questions he's going to put off until his 20s. <laughs> he's going to try to hit you with a fear ray. So give me a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Try to beat that. Wisdom saving? Yeah. I don't think this is going to go well for you. 17. 17. All right. So yeah, you managed to successfully resist the fearful urge to walk away from the peacoat wearing watchman blood pin on the lapel having, well, actually. I don't fear mall steel, (laughs) is what I say to him. Okay, two more of you can go. (laughs) I'll go. I didn't realize that well, actually, is Anthony in high school. Yeah, fuck him up. Oh, no. Fuck him up. So Mark Likely is going to shapeshift into, well, actually, <gasps> writing Half-Life fan fiction. <laughs> oh, um, oh, my God. I'll have you know that predated high school for me. This is the version of you that did a sequel. <laughs> Are you sure oh you want to do this? Are you sure this is the road you want to <laughs> oh go down? No. Because oh, there's a reaction that Will actually could have that you will not like. <laughs> what is it? Do it. Okay. Test the face. Fanfiction.net. Well, actually is writing Half-Life fan fiction. But all of the names are wrong, so it's like Gregory Freeboy. Can you read some of this fan fiction? What was the name of your fan fiction? It was called Nick Pudu Action Scientist. Nick Pudu Action Scientist. <laughs> I did this also when I was like maybe in grade school or junior high. So it's like you were at least in middle wow. school, weren't you? Oh Born my god, I found, shit. I found it. I found it. it. <laughs> Holy oh my god. god. Holy Another boring day at the Black Mesa Research Facility. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Okay, go ahead and roll uh, uh 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 I'm just gonna go ahead and make him take damage on that. I don't need 
<laughs> the labor, the point on that one. All right, so he goes ahead. He's dead, and the podcast is over, and I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so Will actually takes nine damage at the sight of Nick Pudu, action scientist, coming into a realization in front of him. And he's immediately going to turn to you, Mark Likely, and use his reaction. Oh no. oh, no. He opens up a very large folder that says games. And he opens up a smaller folder within that that says Final Fantasy VII. And he opens up a smaller folder within that that says fan fiction. And he double clicks on what the fuck is quote unquote lol.txt on fanfiction.net. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Cloud, our hero, has developed an unlikely habit, dot, 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 for someone like him. He's become infatuated with the internet. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's a critical against Sparkling. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a d20 of damage on that one, you fucker. Wow. Five damage. Oh, f- oh, five. Must be nice. Okay. No way. Oh, God. I fucking respect you, Anthony. I would drop dead. I would... <laughs> <laughs> I am going to cast Wall of Stone. A non-magical wall of stone springs into existence at a point you choose within range. The wall is six inches thick and component of 10 foot by 10 foot panels. And each one must be contiguous with at least one other panel. So what I'd like to do is like do a cask of Amontillado around well, actually, so that we can just trap him in this cone and then say mean stuff to him. I mean, I'm holding him. Ooh, ooh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I have him. real bad news for you. This sounds like a, what we would call in D&D a classic jazz ball situation. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. I'm having so much fun. So go ahead. You know what you need to do. Go ahead and get to level five for me real quick on that. And we'll make sure that you only block in the ones that you want to. Are you just going to lock me in too? I'm, hug- I'm hugging him. Well, that's what we're going to find out. If you can successfully get to level five, then you will get well actually, but not Daryl. Anything else and they're both in there. All right. High speed, low drag. Here we go. Those are no stakes at all. He's like, oops, I didn't get to level five. <laughs> what it basically means is that every single one of his reactions and everything he does will be against Daryl. We have Cherish. For those of you who have bought merch from us in the past, Cherish uh, was our merch coordinator and head of merch, so you probably got a package from her. Uh, she's recording Will as he attempts to play jazz ball. Will, go ahead and commentate esports style. Okay. What you're doing. I'm doing good. We're on level one. Level one's going well. Ooh, this is getting close. This is a sweaty game of jazz ball. I do not mind telling you. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. All right, level one is down. So far, so good. Level nice, two, nice. this Keep is... commentating. That'll make it better. This will be poetic justice because I was dunking on Will on their Discord. This is where it separates the, uh, separates the scrubs from the chubs. Do you want to be a scrub or a child. I don't know what that means. There are big stakes here because Cherish says that she'll divorce Will if he doesn't get to level five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Chub does not sound drastically better than scrub. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I really would rather not talk and focus on the game this time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep asking We're questions. four balls. We've made it. We've made it to level three. How many lives do you have left? Nice. I'm on my first life. You'll be happy Ooh, to know. Okay, Carol. you're probably going to be fine. Nice. Then. Get it. Level three's down. Level three's down. Cat jams in the Come chat, on, Will, you can do this. I don't want to be whatever that book is called where you're trapped. I was going to say Kamai Cristo, but that's not what it is. Task of Amontillado. <laughs> there you Ooh, go. Oh, oh, I've got my first life lost on level four. This is getting rowdy. Oh, that's right. two down. Okay, I got to focus. Everyone <laughs> this shut is where up. It happens. Oh, no. This is Everyone where it begins. shut the fuck I-, I can read you some more of Ash's fan fiction to calm you down. <laughs> no, that's all right. Please do. Please do. You want to no. pull up Nick Pudu really okay. quick? Even superheroes a... die. A Batman Beyond fan no, fiction. No, that's not. It's a low blow. It's a low blow that has already been Ooh. revealed. 
I gotta separate. On the Hulu television this show, Rocket so Delta Show. We've talking. done this already. This is so stressful. Take off your headphones, Will. Just concentrate. You got this. Separate the balls and slowly take a little bit of Separate uh, the balls territory. And slowly... He knows how to win the game, Matt. Come <laughs> With on. The wall between the balls. And slowly jazz. Ball. You know, we're harsh on Anthony, but like Nick Pudu has 58 comments. Jazz those balls. It was pretty popular in its oh, head. Oh, I just had a fucking Damn. clutch play. Nice. Clutch play. Biggest fan says, rock on, Anthony. Badass fan. You fan. used your real name? What a fucking flex. Whew. All right, level, wow. do I have to beat level five or do I have to get yes, to level yes. five? You must beat level five. All right, we're on level five. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This you is got for this, Will. All the Redemption. Models. Thank you. Little Jimmy reviewing uh, Nick Pudu says, Ha ha, this is so funny. All the movie lines and Nintendo lines are a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Why did I become a professional writer? Because there really doesn't get any better uh, uh, feedback than that. <laughs> it's a soft puppet. He wrote his own review. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's level five done. Yes. Okay. All right. Hey. So, level five done. The, uh, Fuck you. <laughs> Will fell down wow, and hit himself with his there. own microphone. <laughs> me and my shame, honey. Will just kicked the microphone into his own face. Yeah, that's a real rock star move. Big special thanks. Everyone give a hand to Cherish, the videographer of my Just Ball Cherish. Skills. Cherish. Oh my gosh. Right. He's the best. Will, are you okay? Is your face okay, Will? Is yours okay? He just rocked it up by destroying level five in Jez Ball. <laughs> because Henry got there on the perfect line. A line of, <laughs> of stone slabs erupts from the ground and separates well actually from Ja Rule and uh, splits them. And it completely encircles him and basically he cannot move anywhere without trying to climb over the walls, I assume. And uh, he's basically, he's a simp in a barrel. Oh man, this is so animated. Oh yeah, I'm about, to just, like, I'm about to just like grape crush him. Just like get in there and just stomp on him. <laughs> now it is back up at the top of the initiative. Does he have any anime figurines? Does he? Yes. Ashley, what kind of anime figurines does Will actually have? He would have almost exclusively Samurai Champloo ones. <laughs> yes. Oh. There's a Mugen. There's a Jin. He doesn't have the one of the girl. He doesn't? <laughs> you love Fu. He didn't want it to be creepy. All right, so I, I want to take one of his new in box Samurai Champloo anime That's figurines. That's all of them, baby. Yeah. Okay, I'll <laughs> pick one at random. Go ahead and tell me which one I pick, Anthony. All right. So you get uh, Mugen. Call it Spike's Beagle when you destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ooh, that'll get him good. I'm gonna walk up next to the box and then I'm gonna open it within earshot and go like, what's this like Spike Spiegel looking Japanimation character? <laughs> oh, oh, whoops, I dropped it. Oh God. Can you open it so that you can't like put the tape back on? Like you purposely tear the paper off the top? Yeah, the box gets torn up. Oh God, yeah. that's great. I feel bad. I'm gonna be honest. This feels bad. I feel like I'm feel bullying someone. I don't like saying This got that. too real. We literally just shoved him in like, a locker basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go in my room anytime. It's fine. It is me. I fully consent to it. We can't get canceled over this. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's literally made. I feel bad though. It, Will, you're right. It does. It feels like we're bullying bullying someone thinking about my toys now this is like when we trapped the guy in the wall and had to execute him all over again i gotta stop trapping people and things it makes the <laughs> combat so fucked up and it's really <laughs> fucked up he now. tried to murder us all he's, he's hearing you do is mess up his dumb anime figures this is nothing yeah. the last time you th this happened you shot a man in the face and you killed him in front of a child this is a nerd losing his ebay stock this is nothing uh, hashtag tbt <laughs> well actually is gonna hear that and you hear him go no 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 it was nib it was nib 
Pepe! And uh, he takes 14 damage. New in box. He can only shoot magical eye rays at people that he can see. So he can't do anything with his reaction. Oh my god. Two more of you can take your turn. I definitely throw the box, the empty box, over the walls at them and be like, Hopi, how you receive? <laughs> oh no. The wall is uh, the wall is ten feet. Yeah, ten feet. Yeah, ten feet high. I can throw a box over yeah. ten feet. Yeah. <laughs> I have to crumple the box. The weirdest Freddy brag of all time. I mean, reach up, you're already six feet tall, you jump. You're talking about like a three foot toss. That's nothing. So Ron has a feat called actor. Plus one charisma, advantage on deception performance when trying to pass yourself off as a different person. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ron is going to assume the speech and the words of his wife, Samantha, who's a therapist. Yes. He's going to say, <laughs> well, it seems like you care a lot about those action figures and stuff like that. But why do you care so much about that if you're really not sending some of that love to yourself? It seems like you're kind of hiding behind the facade of... Things that you think are cool and masculine without really taking time to appreciate who you are. So uh, go ahead and roll. I feel like that's persuasion, maybe. Ooh, I'm going to burn my inspiration. Get it. <laughs> no nice, whammy, nice. no whammy. Let's get it. Okay. Come on, Ron. Oh, my God. This like, I swear. Like, you think this is the first time I've been to a therapist? You know, uh, <laughs> you don't just get it right the first time, you know? It doesn't yeah. mean it's the wrong move. I think that Ron gets like <laughs> rolls bad in therapy. It's like. Gosh darn it, Samantha would be so disappointed in me. Oh, I no. can't oh, no. It reflects backward on you. Oh, no. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that's sad. You hear, uh, well, actually from inside, go, I don't need to love myself because I love anime. And the walls of the stone prison <laughs> kind of uh, vibrate. Henry, inspired by seeing Ron do a therapist voice, goes up to Ron and says, no, Ron, he's just, he's, you got to break down those walls, man. Like, this is what he needs. We got to reach through to the person inside. You're doing a great job, buddy. And I pat Ron on the back and I cast guidance on Ron. That turns me to a guidance counselor. I'm like, okay, so about your SATs, like, I don't know. You got to really shoot for the moon, buddy. I nudge uh, Darul to carry me over to Ron so I can do this. And then I cast guidance, which means that Ron can roll a D4 and add the number to one ability check of his choice for his next turn. All right, so now at the okay. end of your turn, go ahead and make a roll. Try to uh, save from a DC 17 dexterity. Oh, shit. I forgot about this part of it. Oh, I got a 21. Hey. hey. Oh, great. So you can feel the stone at your feet become brittle and hard, and you can very easily flex your toesies and break free of the petrification. Yeah, this is not the first uh, mud wrap uh, Henry's had on his feet, Ugh. so he's able to bust those bad Ooh. boys out. Okay. So Well actually is going to go ahead and try to climb up out of this cage you've made for them, which thankfully the walls are close enough that With they can try to like- those forearms? Think again. Yeah, it's not going to be great. It's going to take a pretty good roll, but let's see. Should I splinter sell it? Oh, so that eh. They got a natural 20. <laughs> so, wow. Oh, it shows up behind one of us. Nothing personal, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, suddenly, Glenn, you notice something behind you, and you turn around, and he's there, and he goes, nothing personal, kid, and he stabs oh, you with his mall katana. Oh, God. What's great about this is there's two things. It could be nothing personnel, kid, or it could be Aerith, from Final Fantasy VII. And Glenn is <laughs> oh, it should be the second one for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so what happens is you feel, so he, he got a 21, which I assume beats your AC. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Everything goes quiet as mall steel penetrates your back <laughs> and the white material pearl you had around your neck goes ding, ding. 
no. And you take 4d6 piercing damage. I took seven damage. Oh, from 4d6? Wait, 4d6? Lucky boy. One plus four plus one plus one. Wow. You guys can verify it. Damn. All right. Damn. All right. Lucky boy, lucky Hell boy. Yeah. Turns out mall steel ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more people can take their turns. Since Well actually can see me now, I still look like him. And I have a laptop in front of me, and oh I God. am writing my glowing review of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword <gasps> for oh my God. the website that I write for, oh, Bestruct wow. Boyd. I forgot about this. You mean his, glowing, his four out of ten review of it? Oh, no, that was Twilight Princess. Oh, no, this one he loves. Oh, he loves it. Best Zelda game <laughs> no, by far. No, he sees it goes, I don't like Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword's boring. I thought this was Wind Waker. No. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll roll something. Roll Intimidation. 17. 17, I'll do it. And he goes, uh, 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 and he takes a D12 of damage. Uh, so he takes 11 damage. He is definitely bloodied, which means he has less than half of his original health points remaining. They rule is going to cast a spell he's had this entire time. Called clairvoyance. You have the components, motherfucker. Uh, what do I need? A focus worth at least 100 GP. Yeah, I got some fucking shit worth 100 GP, Freddy. Specifically, a focus is in like an object, like a jeweled horn or hearing for hearing or like a glass eye for seeing. You do not have the components for this. He has Henry's crumpled up glasses in his pocket. Can he use that yeah, as a focus? Yeah, that's cute. So my dad's uh, um, watch that Grant didn't want. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. Okay, you can use either of those. I'll give that to you. Okay, I use clairvoyance and I just kind of sit in the corner. And I just sit down and watch everybody else have all the fun and I put clairvoyance on and I make an orb that lets me hear uh, within one mile of where I am and I cast it so I can listen to uh, and read some of all fears. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> And I just sit down and I just listen. That's perfect. And also the casting time for that is 10 minutes, which I believe is 100 <laughs> rounds of combat or something like okay, that. Okay, so I just sit down. And go, okay. We'll be there These, infinitely. They got it. They're doing therapy. This isn't day rules thing. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> One more person can go and then we're back to the top of the order. It's me. I'm like stuck in place. So I yell to Mark Likely. I'm like, Mark, what's his birthday? January 12th. I knew it. You're a fucking Capricorn, and you should know that I love astrology. Did you know that Capricorns are supposed to be nice and hardworking, but truly, the biggest part about them that I hate, that you embody to a T? You're smug. You're controlling. <laughs> you think you're smarter than everybody else. You know who else was a Capricorn? Beth. Richard fucking Nixon. Oh my god. And you're worse than him. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything you're saying is also hitting Beth very hard. <laughs> 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 the tricky day. All Capricorns listening to the podcast rolls psychic damage. <laughs> Capricorns are one of the worst signs to date because of your damn smugness, and you're exactly that. <laughs> Not that anybody would know. Is this just to damage him, or are you trying to roll for ceremony? So I'm going to try and cast a ceremony on you. Yes, you have to beat a wisdom check of DC 20, and if you're successful, but it's not 20 anymore, it's going to be lower than that. So just go ahead and give me a wisdom check. Oh, wait, I have to touch you, though. You have to touch me, and he has to be willing. Heaven forbid. And, and he's not willing, but in his heart he is. He doesn't know that he is, but there's a part of well actually that knows he doesn't actually enjoy being well actually would prefer to be scam likely. Just because I have to touch you, I'm pretty far away. I feel like you slowed me. Henry runs up to Darul and says, Tom Clancy's no good. You got to stop listening to some of all fears and help us some of all asses to kick. And I slap him across the face. And then I say, you got to throw Jody so he can touch well actually and change his alignment. Okay, I, I like amble up to you slowly. The feeling of being uh, Goliath on the mountains uh, uh, slowly fades away as he remembers the, his love of American patriotism and uh, Ding Chavez and John Clark. <laughs> and he picks up a cop. He picks up Jody, <laughs> a protector of the peace. The and he throws him at a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm hurtling through the air and as... 
I crash down and my hand touches you, I will in real life roll a wisdom. Ooh, I got a six. You got wisdomed. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm a whiz sub now. Yeah. Yeah, you try to grab on and you try to change what's inside. Well, actually, but it, it ain't coming out that easily. He, he struggles. He goes, no, I like being angry all the time. And he like pushes you, but you're still holding on to him, but he tries to push you away. And so he breaks the ceremony spell. Okay, so I'm going to see Jody fail to do it. And I'm going to strut up finally. I mean, honestly, you saw me do something really cool. You have no idea if it actually failed because I did land on the person. <laughs> <laughs> I lay a hand on well, actually. And I say, sometimes it's confusing. Everyone says you're something that you're not. And sometimes you got to just look inside and be who you always were. And I'm going to roll. You should say a dad. What? No, not dad. What no. the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, Jody. What the fuck are you talking about? No, you were a dad. He goes, a dad. Wait, I was talking about me. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was projecting. I was projecting. <sighs> Do I have inspiration anywhere? <laughs> what? <laughs> you got a one? one? How does it oh, always... One. He has a minus one to his check, so he rolled oh a two. I thought he rolled God. a natty one. I absolutely do not have inspiration. Oh, my God. Like no. I got two minus one. Henry runs up to Glenn and Jody and says, Don't you see? He's too powerful for your separate magic, but together. And then I grab <laughs> their hands, and I put their hands together, and I say, Together, you can cast it and change his heart, because the two of you together can do anything. Like, raise a beautiful son. All right, Jimmy, you and me, one word at a time, have to convince Anthony as a high schooler <laughs> to let go of his ways. You can just roll with advantage. You can, you can just roll a d20 with advantage. Why would we listen to you when we are united in our quest to make you a better person? This is going to go so bad for you. Well, actually, it's time for you to think about the consequences of being such a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and come. What? <laughs> no, come back. Yeah, this works. No, no, yeah, yeah. To your senses. Before we kill the only. <laughs> he handed you at the end of the sentence on a plate and you decided to say the. I'm not at the end of this fucking bad list, this is not who Jody is. He prepared it and played it for you, and you tossed it out of his fucking hands and said, Vah. It's out of character. The only, Jody I would not only, say Daryl holds the axe and keeps getting ready to like be the threat like behind it, but then just like, he's like, the, I guess not. No, okay, the no. only remaining piece of your original soul. And then in saying that. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up! Just shut yeah, up! Yeah. I have to have the last word. I have to have the last word. <laughs> yeah, this is what's gonna that, kill you. This is this what's gonna get you killed. You won't bring you down. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. You two have proven you can't that work together. You. <laughs> fuck! What's the sense leading up to now? We can kill the only remaining part of your soul that you have collected in this body. Period. <laughs> what? That was two words. That was the end. Please said motherfucker. Glenn said motherfucker. That was two words. All right, all right. Here's what happens. I'll give you two have fought <laughs> you, during that. You did. You did such a bad job. I will get you. I will get you a ceremony roll, but it doesn't have advantage. You just get the ceremony roll. Do we both get to roll and combine? No. <laughs> One of you gets to roll. Why the fuck did I go to them? Why did I go to them? Why did I think? Why? First pick. First pick, I went to these guys. God, I'm so fucking stupid. I'll do it since I don't have minus one to my wisdom because I'm not a big dum dumb. <laughs> I rolled an 11. It's not enough. Oh, my God. 
Pickled green. Fuck it, just kill him. Just kill him. Glenn, you gotta do it. There's one more action that somebody can take before Will actually takes their action. Daryl is just trying to listen to some of all fears, and now Daryl's just gonna take an axe, and he wanders over, and he fucking hits him twice with an axe right in the head. Okay, great. Give me some rolls. And while he's slashing, he's not even looking at, well, actually, he's looking at Jody and Glenn, and he goes... I'm very disappointed in you two. Oh, do we have to take psychic damage for that? <laughs> yeah, both of you take a D8 of psychic damage. Yeah, That's yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 plus 3, and then a 14 plus 3, so 17, so 28 damage. Okay. I take 5 psychic damage for Daryl dressing me down. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go back to my show, and then he sits back down and starts losing his little fears. You two kids get your shit together. All right, so he is now, like, in critical condition. You only have to beat a 10 now in order to uh, ceremony away his alignment. Does he take a turn, though? He does take a turn now. So he is going to go ahead and look at the two very hateful sons of bitches in front of him, and he's going to use his eye rays on you. So one, two, three. I do like the idea that the two of you were still holding hands the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. No, it could not be more perfect that you two, Jimmy Wong and Freddie Wong, could not work together <laughs> to do that correctly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ash and I are like, fine. <laughs> Jimmy, go ahead and try to make a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Oh, my God. Glenn, go ahead and try to make a DC 17 strength saving throw. I rolled a 12. I rolled an 11. Okay, so both of you fail. So, Jody, you become charmed. By the death oh, tyrant no. for one hour and glenn you again get telekinetically pulled right next to i mean you're already right next to him but he basically starts force choking you and he goes uh if this is a consular ship where's your ambassador <laughs> and then he is going to with his final eye beam he's going to try to hit you glenn with a death ray <gasps> you have to succeed you're the only people that can do this spell. you have to succeed on a dc 17 dexterity saving throw or you take 10 d10 necrotic damage ah! and if you get down to zero hit points you die can i just try to fucking throw my stealthy body in front of that oh yeah go ahead and do that give me a dexterity roll okay yeah, I got a natural 20 dexterity, 23 dexterity. Oh, shit. Whoa. Whoa Let's go. Okay, so you successfully jump in the way of the disintegration ray. Oh, no, Ron. So go ahead and roll 10d10 necrotic oh, damage, Ron. Holy shit. I guess I guess it didn't know it was that much. <laughs> I'm going to use spirit shield as a reaction to reduce that damage of another creature within 30 feet by 3d6. Okay. Um, I block seven. So with seven blocked. You take 58 damage okay. in one hit. Jeez. That was Well Ashley's turn. Somebody else can now take a turn. I'm going to now put my hand on Well Ashley one more time and say, this isn't you, man. I don't know who you are. I'm confused who I am at this point my whole life. I was a dad to my kid. And now I got out of jail and I come out and I realize that the whole world changed around me. My kid's someone else. Well, how am I supposed to be a dad to a kid who, who doesn't even want me as a dad anymore? But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and do the best I can for this kid no matter what. Even though if he can't, I still remember. I still love him. And you need to come back and be who you are too. A scam-ass motherfucker. Because your brother owes me some favors. And I'm about to cash in. I go, well, actually, you haven't been a father your whole life. <laughs> and I punched Jody in the teeth. And I punched Jody in the teeth. Yeah, with your turn, instead of casting the spell, you punch no. Jody. No, 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 I do both. I got hand, one hand on there, and then my left... My super strong left no, arm. No, you can choose one punches. of the two. And if you don't punch Jody, you're getting disadvantage on this roll. Amazing. I'm the best character. If I don't punch Jody, I get disadvantage still? If you don't punch Jody, if Jody is this close to you, holding on to you, and is charmed for well actually, you are taking disadvantage on your attempt to cast this spell. Okay, so you know what it is? I'm just going to hum to myself under my breath. 
I'm not going to punch Jody. I'm just going to grip my teeth, and I'm going to try and cast uh, Ceremony one more time. All right, disadvantage. Take the back. worst of two rolls. Roll number one. Five. <gasps> that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. Ah! So now he is going to take a legendary action, and he rolls to use an I-beam, and oh! he, he gets the death ray again. Oh, He's God. going to point it at Ron again. Ron, <gasps> give me a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. Oh. It's a 27. Ooh, like, wow. literally. Like daddy 22 in a row. Yeah, Damn. it makes up for all those stupid bullshit rolls I've been getting. Really hurting my feelings the last few days. I mean, it fits. Ron's better at avoiding things than therapies. So. It really does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got tears streaming down his face. I'm not a good therapist. So you managed to deftly dodge out of the way of this death ray. And he begins to charge up. To your horror, another. All right, one person can take their turn. Oh, here we go. I cast Greater Restoration. So you imbue a creature you touch with positive vibes, very Henry, uh, to undo a debilitating effect, one effect that charmed or petrified the target. Oh. So I touch Jody and cast Greater Restoration to remove his charm. All right, so Jody, you are no longer charmed for well, actually. Okay. Oh my God, for the love of God, just pass the spell. <laughs> cast the fucking spell. <laughs> Mark shouts. <laughs> He's laying on the ground. He's so bored now. He's just like, pass it! As Henry touches me and I break out of it, I turn to Well Actually and I say, Well Actually, I'm the only one in this dang party that can do anything. And I touch him and I try and cast Ceremony once again. Is that how you got 12, motherfucker? All right, a 12. Hey. With a 12, his fedora begins to vibrate. And then with like an anime, like two frames of animation, it's like there. And then it's like, tsh, tsh. And it like shatters oh a bunch of pieces. It cracks. It cracks. And then goes into nothing. And like he feels up on his head, like, oh, no, no. And, and you see as he begins to like double over in pain, his head begins to like deform and change into a different. Fa you can't make out any features, but you can make out a very large mustache appearing on its face that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the mustache jumps out of the face and begins to like grow its own legs while the main form of flesh that it was like turns into basically an image of Benedict Cabbage Patch who you've seen before. And the mustache grows four little legs and it goes, uh, so sorry about that, all that. Uh, and Mr. Mustache is back. So that's what an omniscient person would see. What all of you see is very initially confusing because the second that fedora shatters, the second that snaps, with the exception of Mark Likely, all of a sudden you thought you were looking at Well Actually and Glenn Close and Jodie Foster from like a particular angle, but all of a sudden it's like they jump across your view. Like they just like are not where they were. And then you realize, no, I'm not where I, I'm like looking at them from a different angle. It's like a weird jump cut. Everything about it feels weird. And then each of you look down the body that you're in oh, no. is not oh, no. your body. No! You look down and you have swapped bodies with your fellow <gasps> daddies. Something happened with the spell. The blowback of it has caused you all to shift bodies. Oh, my God. Oh, no. While you're dealing with that, you hear a familiar voice say, Well, 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 if it isn't old me, your very good friend, the scam likely, it's time to learn about each other. I'm gonna go leave with my sister slash brother away! <laughs> and he uh, rips a tear into the fabric of time and space and uh, gestures for Mark Likely to join him and uh, leaps into the void.
Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson. Anthony Birch is our DM. Will Campos is Henry Oak. Beth May is Ron Stampler. Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. And Jimmy Wong as Jody Foster. Special guest Ashley Birch as Mark Likely. Our theme song is All Right by Maxton Waller. Courtney Therond is our content producer. Ashley Nicolette is our community manager. Chad Ellis provides additional editing. Robin Rapp is our transcriber. Special thanks to all of our patrons, folks like Eric H., Elliot Johnson, Michael Murkovich, Justin Panic, Benjamin Lee, Nick T., Alan Clark, Jennifer A. Haben, Preet Marwaha, Red Panda 17, Joseph Larios, Aaron Smith, Richard Salgado, Spencer Darby, Laura Green, Nick, Taylin VA, Catherine Darnell, Philip Perez, and Eli Broide. These are the folks that keep the lights on. Episode 1 of Gungans and Daddies All That Jizz is out. This is our Star Wars miniseries stretch goal available to all of our patrons played in the Edge of the Empire system. Episode 1's called Some Like It Hut. We all play aliens and droids. I play a droid uh, named B33FH1MB0 or Beef Himbo. Check it out. It is a Star Warsy good time. You will definitely want to be there, by the way, for when episode two drops very soon, as it is the hardest we've laughed while recording anything. It is truly the horny comedy high watermark, so you don't want to miss out on that one. It's available only at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. Check out our merch at bit.ly slash dadmerch, all caps. Follow us on Twitter, Dungeons and Dads, reddit.com slash r slash Dungeons and Daddies. Thank you so much for listening. Our next episode drops April 20th after tax day. Make sure you get all the paperwork in. We'll see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines. You know they never brought you down. Never brought you down. They could have followed in the footsteps of good actual play. Po- fuck. They could have followed in the footsteps of good actual play podcasts like actual play podcast, actual play podcast. They could have followed in the footsteps of good actual play podcasts like critical. Fuck my ass, my whole dick. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perf- or are we or are we Aura? We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura frames. If you've the, got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your aura frames and give you it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I gotta take a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of seal, the singer, on yes. there if you want. They allow you to share you can buy display. A bunch of these put other like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload. Make <laughs> a goon room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give mom. I already did. I did it for last month. Yeah, I got one for my mom, too. You moms did. fucking love moms it. Love moms this love this shit. Moms go wild. For Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura That's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just supposed to Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it Go in there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Selected is one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi. Fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. That was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is Haya. Oh, we're going to zinc. Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say imagine. that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, I'm too my old to take pills, them. <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Steal oh, website. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H HayaHealth.com slash daddies and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.